hidden behind closed doors. This is Beer and Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. Michael, what are we discussing today? Today we're discussing 1971's The Blood on Satan's Claw. What are we drinking? Today we're sponsored by Port Brewing out of San Marcos. We're drinking their Wipeout, High Tide, and Mongo. Cheers. Cheers. We're starting with uh, the Wipeout, their Indian Pale Ale, 7%. Yeah, that smells good, right? That's a... Hops, there's a nice malt backbone going oh, yeah. on there. This is kind of their flagship. I've had this before. It's great. Thank you, Port. Yep. Thank you. Super welcoming. San Marcos is cool. Never been there. San Diego County, right? You tell me. Yes, it <laughs> is. <laughs> I, I think it was. It the, is. It, it is. felt like we were closer to San Diego than it is. Los Angeles. It is so. in San Diego County. It is San Diego County. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went down. We did a Wild Barrel. Okay. A while back. Nice. And, um, I mean, we're doing a bit of a drive, so I reach out to some breweries, and these guys were like, yeah, we'd love to do it. So oh, This is delicious. Thank you. I'm not going to lie. This it, is your choice, Michael. This is my choice. Why'd you choose it? Why is it a B-movie? What's oh, this your thoughts is, about it? Oh, this is a good movie. Um, it's a horror. It's a folk horror. It's a very specific genre in the 70s, kind of British movies. Witchfinder General, this, Wicker yeah. Man. I think yeah. a modern one. I don't know if you saw that movie called The Witch. Yes. A couple years back. I yep. think that would probably fit into its American exactly. folk horror movie. Where, yeah, you're dealing with, you know, the kind of uh, the pastoral, the, you're out in the countryside, and the powers of uh, nature, you know, in this case, very evil. I saw this several years ago. We don't have video stores anymore. So <laughs> I just scroll through, I go to the horror genre, on, I do, yeah. on like Amazon Prime. And I was, came across, I went, how the heck have I not seen this? It's got that hammer vibe. It's yeah. Tygon. I love those movies. I love that style. And I went, I've never seen this. And I watched it and I texted you yeah. and said, dude, check this out. And you saw it and you yeah, liked it. I did. The um, cinematography is amazing on it. So Yeah, Dick Bush. She also did Phase 4, which keep an eye out. That could show up someday. <laughs> That's a good movie. No, it is. And they wanted uh, the certain shots. They wanted to have a painterly style. So they that explains certain shots of where the they wanted people with the horizon behind them and very high in the screen. It's beautiful. Beautiful shot. O- overall, I'm going to say this right off. Beautifully shot movie. Well acted. Really weird location and time period. It's one of these movies also where it's a bunch of kids. You can't trust the minds of little kids and the games that they play. It escalates where you're like, ooh. Scary. I, scary. It, I mean, it is, this movie, it's scary. The soundtrack yeah. is pretty, is, is cool. And it's, there is just an eeriness to it. I mean, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with that whole, whole idea of you don't have instant access to everything. Yeah. This horrible thing is yeah. happening. You kind of got to take care of yourself. Exactly. There's no calling anybody. Was it set in the 1400s? We definitely know that originally the intent was to get it set during Victorian periods. Yes. And they decide not. And I it think... was going to be three films. Yeah. They, they, originally, there was going to be three pictures. and going to be this kind of trilogy. Yeah. And they condensed it to one. Which and they, I, I would have loved to have seen a trilogy. And they changed the time period closer to the time period of the Witchfire and Geralds. I want to say it's in mid to late 1600s. Six, yeah. And so, therefore, some of the language they use, the settings are fantastic because I think they're real settings. Like these are legitimate, bi- you know, buildings that still stand absolutely. in England. Oh, absolutely. And um, so that adds to the authenticity of it. But spoiler alert! Good job. I was just about to say. <laughs> you want to do that real quick? The idea is Ralph, who I think is the pure heart of the movie. He's like the, one of the very few people who's like good. Got good. a good heart. And I have a question about that, too, because I, I absolutely agree with you on that. Why do you think he gets touched by the, the fiend or the... What are we going to call it? The fiend, behemoth, the devil? I mean, I think it's the devil, right? 
I mean, it looks like a giant bat. It's a devil. Yeah. They call it Behemoth. Yeah. Or should we call it the Fiend? The Fiend. Because we keep saying Behemoth. We're yeah. drinking beer. Yeah. That's behemoth. <laughs> the Fiend. <laughs> the Fiend. Is that all right? We'll call yeah, let's it call it the Fiend. Yeah. You know what, Jason? My personal take is like a last sort of Hail Mary of I want to corrupt the most pure. If I can corrupt the most pure of you, then I will win. I don't know. I can't say for sure. It's just my take because it's like, it's easy to take bad people who want to do bad things. That's not who the devil wants to harvest. It's like, I already got you. It's like, (laughs) I need to get those people. If I can get the good and convert them, then I'm really doing a good job. That's just my take. But yeah, Ralph is this guy who works the land for an estate. I think we kind of talked about this. And he turns something up. It's a monstrosity. It's yeah. a fiend. It's a horrible thing. And he says, ah! You know, that <laughs> There's a worm cool. going across its ah, eye. It's pretty cool. So, <laughs> so yeah. And he goes goes to tell the judge. Who, I mean, I don't even want to get into the whole structure of how they do things. But yeah. this judge, judge who's in town, he's a, kind of a D-bag. And he's <laughs> staying at the Mistress Bantam, who seems to be, I guess, one of the higher-ups in the community. Yes. To say, dude, I found this thing, right? And so it sets in motion... This sets off this evil that sort of takes over specifically the children of this community. Of this community. Yeah. And they start sacrificing to try to bring this behemoth is the name, this yeah. fiend, into the real world. And I think the judge serves like a dual purpose. We're in a rural community. And the judge, no doubt, part of his responsibilities is to go and do like because I, I think the judge is in terms of like is he like a circuit court judge or that, I mean that's you know? what I think yeah and, and he's got he's got a great voice oh yeah but you know that guy was smoking two packs yeah. a day he's got that voice this is one of his last most... movies he died young he did yeah, yeah. I mean, well he didn't look that young <laughs> people looked older back in the seventies Michael did. well I guess you know if you're smoking smoking, drinking. smoking two packs a day and so Peter Cushing originally of course of course was going to be in this role and the judge and he's from the city and he has some issues with these rural rubes, these superstitions. Well, and also Ralph is a lower station. Yeah. yeah. Where they, you know, it's like back then, I mean, I think people still do it, but I mean, back then he, he, they, he worked for the land and he worked for the state, you know, did it, regardless of who ran that he, state. He probably uneducated. Yeah. Never did a day in school. Yeah. The judge is just kind of this unlikable guy, but Mistress Bantam, she's freaked out by Ralph's story. Yes. Enough that she says, because the judge is just not going to do anything. And she says, go check this out. I don't like the sound of this. It's my land. Yeah. And I don't want some monster in my, yeah. in my, in my yeah. field. <laughs> so that's when Peter shows up. Yeah. And Peter is her nephew. And he shows up with his betrothed. He's going to get married the next day. To Rosalind. And yeah. immediately, she's not happy. You can tell his aunt. She, she even says, like, the, the daughter of a farmer, I believe. Yeah. Well, no, because this has to do with station. And exactly. no doubt, I mean, even though the aunt is living in this rural community, has a state. It, it's clear that the aunt probably was educated in the city and lived part of her life there because she also takes a really dim view of people from the land. And so does the judge right off. And, of course, we find out later that the judge and the aunt, he, he kind of liked the aunt yeah. you know, before she got married and everything like that. He was, he was pursuing her. They're just odd. Like, the first time you watch this, you think they're the trouble. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you think, because there's witchcraft, there's evil going on, and you think, oh, these two are in cahoots, yeah. and they're the, they're the problem in this. Ralph takes the judge to the field, and there's nothing there. It's gone. Yeah. And the judge is gone, whatever. And they see Reverend Fallowfield over in the bushes, and he's handling a snake. 
to me, they give a couple of red herrings in this, where you have a man of the cloth, if, you, if you're familiar yeah. with the Bible at all, the snake is like an d- evil thing. Yeah. This reverend handling a snake playing with the snake seems a little odd. There's just oddness in yeah. this movie throughout. The, we're back at the, the state, the farmhouse, and it's nighttime. They're playing cards, and they really like, Rosalind needs to go home. He's like, no, 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 she'll stay. He's like, well, she's not going to stay in the room with you. They make her feel so unwelcome. I know. And I mean. She even notices, like, they don't like me. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yes. Peter's pretty clueless. Yes. Yeah, he, he doesn't quite get well, it. We, I think we need to say it front. This looked like it was a plot for like this trilogy they intended to making. Because after this period, Peter really doesn't serve a purpose. But basically, Rosalind is told, like, you can sleep here up in the attic. Yeah, Peter offers her room, <laughs> yeah. his room. Like, no, 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 no. no. He's like, no one stayed there in five years. And that's where I thought originally watching this back... You know, several years ago, I thought the judge, like you said, the judge and aunt were up to like, why do they want her to go in the attic? Because bad crap happens in this There's attic. There's some evil up there. There's yeah. some evil. And I kept thinking the first time I saw this, I went, oh, his aunt is a mean old yeah. witch. Yeah, exactly. And the judge is like in cahoots. Yeah. You know, and they've got the power of station to protect them, but they're evil. It's not. I just don't know what's going on here. There's yeah. evil. There is evil afoot because... It doesn't go well. No, she she also ends up screaming in the middle of the night. There's they, weird sounds yeah. and bangs, and she's freaked out. She thinks Peter's coming up. Yeah. Because he says, I'm going to come up at 11. Yeah. All of a sudden, the door hint, starts open. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> wink, wink. You know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, it, it made me <laughs> when everybody's asleep. <laughs> in this, like, tiny little house. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, she ends up, she gets possessed because there's just evil. In that yeah. damn attic. And the screaming, and then immediately they're like, ugh, there's really nothing to do. Um, nail that door shut. <laughs> well, Jason, real quick before that, what I love is the judge says, the sight of you displeases her and shoves Peter out. And then the aunt comes up and goes, you men. And she goes in and just starts slapping her. It's like out of airplane. And she does. She goes in and just starts manhandling her, slapping her. Meanwhile, the judge, Peter's going, no. And the judge smacks Peter. They're just smacking these young people around, which makes me think, oh, you guys are evil. Yeah. And so, then, but the aunt gets it scratched across her face. Yes. This does not bode well for the aunt. So they end up saying, there's nothing we can do in the morning. Let's just nail the door shut. Get Ralph. Until the, they say bedlam, which I guess it's a reference to a an insane asylum comes and picks her up tomorrow morning. That's all we can do. Yeah. <laughs> She's lost to us. She's just screaming, this poor girl. She comes to your home. She's, she's engaged to your nephew. And all you do is make her feel unwelcome. And then when she has a problem, you slap her around and lock her in the attic. Like the next day, Bedlam shows up. They take her away. She gives the strangest look to Peter. Like that is a terrifying look. She uh, looks like, like uh, I'm possessed. possessed. Yeah. yeah. And then even her hand is on the newel, and it looks like a it's claw. a claw. It yeah. is a claw. Yeah. And he sees it, and yeah. he recoils. Exactly. And like holy shnikes, this isn't cool. Yeah. She didn't just have the vapors or no. the, or the humors <laughs> yeah. or whatever they have. <laughs> we judge says she would have never been a fit wife. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. like, like basically count. Hey, count yourself lucky. Yeah, this happened before you got married, huh? Exactly. Huh? Let's try to. I'm a silver lining kind of guy. <laughs> Have the bottles half full there, Peter. Yeah. All right, buddy. So, but then we get to the doctor, and the writer did want to skewer. He said, he said the he. The doctor's an idiot. And, and that's the the guy who wrote this 
<laughs> said, he's like, I wanted to show how stupid they were yeah. back then because the doctor, he's tending to Mistress Bantam. Yeah. And, and he she goes, has a high fever because of the scratch. She yeah. is not doing well. Well, scratches can be pretty bad. Yeah. And especially back then, you yeah. don't, you know, it's like you're just basically throwing grass and yeah. some poultry. Or you can open up an artery or a vein. And that's what he does. He bleeds her. He goes, that's all I can do. <laughs> but it was he he did want to point out that people back i i wouldn't have said stupid i'd say ignorant yeah they, they lack knowledge they weren't stupid i think you know because this guy was learned he, but they play he's a goof yeah as he's a, a goof he's a total goof and it reminds like there's several points in this movie which like i said it's well acted where i think monty python saw this and said we could do skits right from this movie and almost use the same dialogue I don't know that they did that. I think that stuff is just there. You know what I mean? I think they went, this is funny. And it's like you could play this straight or, or you could funny. play it funny. And this movie played it straight. Yeah. They tried to play it straight and like dramatic. And I think in my opinion, was like, we could just take that whole section and just play it funny. Because it's ridi- it is ridiculous when you go back and look. When they said, we, we actually think you have a frog yeah. in your throat. Yeah. That isn't just something people came up with. They thought that crap. You know, and bleeding people, cutting you open and just letting you bleed was going to help, which we know now is like the opposite. (laughs) So all we assume right now is if you go back and you watch it several times, you put together that Ralph has unleashed something in this field. The first time when he finds something, I'm like, did he find a skull there? Was it just anything? But going back now, you like, he unleashed something that has an impact because our next scene, we have three kids, including Angel Blake. Angel Blake. The Lin- Linda Hayden. Yes. One, one oh, of the most beautiful. Famous. She's lovely. Yeah. She is lovely. And she was 18. Good to know. <laughs> yes. This is Tygon. Tygon movie. So there's going to be some some nudie in this. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but they are. It's Angel, Mark, and Kathy. Mark yeah. and Kathy are brother and sister. They're playing in the field. Throwing and- filth at each other. <laughs> really? It's pretty much... <laughs> You know, that's what I thought was a body python. <laughs> They're throwing clods of mud and filth at each other. Seems laughing. to be what they did back then. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot that seems cool about it, but then at the same time, you go, "That's my job. That's yeah. my day. What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> Just stacking filth. Yeah. I'm moving the filth. That's leave me alone. There's some lovely filth over here. <laughs> Angel finds something, and. I- kind of pokes her and they go oh what do you have and she keeps it to herself super important because yeah. angel's just been possessed by the fiend she is going to be the ringleader and she's going to be menacing if you know children of the corn village of the damned i'm telling you right now i think these kids are right up there because she takes basically takes the little band of children in this area and makes them an horrible awful army this starts the domino effect of what takes place in this community. Because as really... this happens, I think, isn't that when Mistress Bantam sits up in her bed, the judge finds a dead bird. And then... And Mistress Bantam disappears. disappears. And we never... I don't no know. explanation for the rest of the movie. Yeah, and, and again, this is when I thought, the first time I saw it, I went, oh, she's the evil. Yeah. She's going to be like the evil thing in this movie. No. No, no explanation. Yeah. Because now we get to Fallowfield. Yes, the school. church. Because Angel has taken this little bag of goodies and the claws in there, and Reverend Fallowfield is teaching people. He's another one that kind of has a little bit of that Monty Python vibe. <laughs> yeah. He's just teaching, and he goes, Oh, you kids, how are you going to learn about scripture? After the good book kind of thing, because they're goofing. Yeah. And he's like, give me the bag, and it's got a claw in it, and then it doesn't. And the kids are all giggly, because the kids are starting to kind of turn. Yeah, You see this church 
This is their regular because, school because service. And you can see how boring, how dry, <laughs> that there is nothing there for the children. They're sitting there in this very gray drab. He's reciting, I think, the story of Ruth from the Bible and yeah. asking their thoughts on it. Good, and no one cares. Good fun. Exactly. I mean, let me ask you, Jason. You're a kid. You could sit there or you've got like this beautiful forest with streams and all flowers yeah. and stuff. You could be out there running around pre playing pretend or sitting in here listening to... The earth is calling these children. Saw the reverend playing with that snake at the beginning. I think part of it too at that first, I think that was a red herring because what you see him is that he's a very much a scientific man. He's taking specimens, he has them in cages and he's taking notes he's on He's got them. the rabbit later yeah. that they end up leaving to starve. Yeah. So you have this <laughs> science versus land coming back and the land being, you know. And it's, you know, to me, I would say we're clearly in spring because yeah. you're plowing the field, yeah. getting ready. You're getting ready for that. Yeah. Blossoming. Starting to come alive, coming back including evil. Reverend Fallow, Fallow Field is just, it's a great name. <laughs> it wasn't a mistake. You know, we end that scene and we need to talk about the closure of Peter's. They can't find the aunt. Squire Middleton really wants to sup. He mentions witchcraft for the first time. The judge like tut tuts that. It's like, come on. Yeah. Come like, on, did, son. <laughs> did you hear about that thing Ralph found in the field? And I heard there's witchcraft to boot. <laughs> The judge and the judge really looks down on Middleton because yeah. I think Middleton is one of those people that's like aspires. He like thinks he's above what yeah. he is, and the judge is like, "No, you're just a rube." Yeah, know your station in life. Exactly. Like, something There's something a lot of that this, going on in this rural village, but outside this village, either. I'm going to London. Yeah, exactly. Now, you guys will never see London. I don't yeah. know where they are exactly, but I'm guessing like London is a long ass way yeah. away. Because yeah. when you come out this village, you're going to stay for a while because <laughs> you're not going to just take the night train or the night you know carriage back to london <laughs> so peter like has this strange thing where instead of sleeping in his room he's like you know what i'm gonna sleep in that creepy attic yeah that we boarded up my fiance <laughs> <laughs> my fiance went went scooters up there yeah i gotta go up i i mean there's a part of me that sort of gets it where because he, he goes up and there's a little like blossom little flower thing that he finds it that was hers and he's like oh man i just i loved her so much but, but then he starts seeing, like, the floorboards moving and, like, a claw trying to get out of it. And so he covers it up with a giant chest. And then he's like, I'm going to get a shut eye. <laughs> like, and so part of me is like, is this a dream? But because then he goes, why would he go back to sleep some, Something weird is under the floorboards. Yeah. I'm going to jam my arm in there. That <laughs> said no one ever. Yeah. I mean, it really... Because I'm out there digging around to find something. No, you don't blindly reach into any hole, you <laughs> dummy. But he does. I mean, right? Am he I... does, no. Yeah. And, and it like... is of this big claw. Cheesy claw, like, grabs him. It was like a bear paw with, like, wolverine claws on it. Just, like, grabs him and he's fighting it. And he, you know, cowers in his bed just going, holy crap. Wouldn't you leave? Like, why uh, stay in the room? Because then he goes to sleep. I... I <laughs> I would jump out the window. I don't care. Like, if, if, if maybe it's blocking his path. I don't care. No, you would not stay there. But it makes what you said. I think it's part of a dream. Is that it he's a dream? Had. Is it a vision? He's not seeing it because the next thing he's being choked by it. And he grabs a knife and stabs it and cuts it off, which is like not happening in Does real it? life. Yeah. You're not just taking a regular knife and cutting someone's hand no. off. But he does. And it turns out it's not his. It's not a claw. It's his own hand he that he cut, cut off. He cut his right hand off. Yeah. Like yeah. that, just a crap weekend for old Peter. 
Two days before, he was happy as a pig in crap. He's like, I love Rosalind. She's adorable, yeah. and I love her so much. And we could, we go to my aunt's. Everything ends for me. His story kind of comes to end there. He does one more thing, and it really doesn't even matter. It, it could he, have been anyone in the film. Well, and it didn't need to be anyone yeah. because the judge was going. I'm already going back. On, yeah, I'm, exactly. already, I'm already going up <laughs> to the village. You didn't need to ride all the way to London. I'm already going. It's all good. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> At this point, if you're the villagers, you go, that house is evil. Mistress Bantam is missing. That's witch-like behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would be like, that's the place. that, And that's the woman. That's the trouble. But nobody does that. And the doctor pulls out his volume on witchcraft yeah. to tell judge, you know, the judge. And at first, the judge is like, whatever. And he says, no, no, hold on. Yeah. I went back to this old volume and, and yeah. dig it. This is what Ralph described, yeah. which is really funny because it's like Ralph saw like a part of a skull and yeah. an eyeball, and the doctor said this right, right here, here is what, and it's a full face yeah. of some demon. In the book, it's like the vision of Saint Amon or something like yes. that. Yes, and, and and that was I think Witchfinder General. Yeah. They wanted that book <laughs> yeah. to be because it, it tied in. No, it really was. I, they said that that book, the witch book, yeah. was in. In Witchfinder General. So there was a tie-in there. But this is where the judge seems to get like, you know, sort of, wait a second. Can I borrow this? I'm going to London. <laughs> I need some reading. <laughs> you do. It's going to take a while. Yeah. Now we get some scenes with the kids. The kids are out playing with Mark in the forest. He's complaining of some pain in his stomach. Two girls come that look kind of like... Angel wants me. Yeah. And he's like, well, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, you know. Angel's taught us some new games. He's like, I'm in those new games. <laughs> and it's really not a new game. It's yeah. blind man's buff. Exactly. They take this poor kid out there yeah. and they, you know, it's like you put a blindfold on somebody and everybody goes, hey, and you, yeah. he tries to catch someone. Yeah. And then Angel strangles him yeah. with, with like a... A vine, like a yeah. newly black. She's wearing this crown, and it's she's just, drawn on eyebrows now. Yeah, which gives her a bit of a menacing look. <clears throat> Very creepy look. It's that blend of worshiping the land and stuff, and just making it like really corrupt and evil. There's this blending of that that's in this movie that really kind of creeps me out. The minister has noticed that his class is cut in half. Less people are showing up to school. Really gross is that Mark's mom, Ellen. When he felt this pain in his stomach, she went to the doc to watch the she, next village to get to the doctor. To get some help. Yeah. And then after they kill him, she's walking home through the woods. And this kid, Will, yeah. he comes out of nowhere, throws a rock and breaks the medicine. And she goes, hey, that cost silver. That was yeah. for my son. And he goes, he won't be needing it anymore. We threw him in the woodshed yeah. and runs away laughing. And it breaks my heart yeah. every time because this poor woman... Because she is like the housekeeper yeah. at the estate. Yeah, and she's done nothing wrong. No, she is just as Except good. working out a very evil house, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Instead I mean, of a lot of stuff. But no, that that really just made, that upset, for some reason, that upset me so much that this poor woman, it's like, and then she gets home and she has to go find her son in the in the woodshed. He is dead. That evening at the school. Reverend Fallowfield. He's working late, feeding his rabbit, and... Angel Blake comes in. Oh, does she? Yeah. She is basically (laughs) going to try to seduce the Reverend, and she takes off her smock that she's wearing. He's tempted. He says, you're very beautiful. But I never want to see you here again. She says, you know what happens to your children? We take them. One of them. We took Mark. He had the devil in him, and we cut it out. At, At this point... 
you know, it's probably nice to sample some more beer because this is like the turning point where you now see the escalation of the kids under Angel Blake. Things get worse and worse and worse. And the town, they're stumbling of what to do. It seems pretty easy, like, go and get these kids. <laughs> right now, it's kids. But as you go, every time you go back to the little cult that Angel has, you see townspeople. First, older, really older, like yes, people that you would nope. say are witches. But then, like, the, more there, townspeople. There's a moment where it's like this old couple, yeah. the old crazy couple yeah. is yeah. there. Yeah. And, and, and I go, whoa, okay. <laughs> I thought you were just trying to bring in the kids, but it starts with the kids. And then you have the old weirdos. Yeah. And then they're at the back. You know, <laughs> keep the old weirdies at yeah. the back there. So. But no, she, she goes to the funeral and she... And she puts the hex on Kathy, which is Mark's sister. Yeah. The only other last, why, why are you picking on this poor woman, Ellen? Yeah. Just a good person. You got lots of people. And the Reverend Fallowfield is like all like, oh, you angels here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And does and then she does what? The the witch, the accusing of the witch, yeah. but even another thing where she accuses him of ravishing her. Yes. And the squire and takes her word just like that. That's her it. Da- the dad of Angel Blake, Mr. Blake, is like, hey, I need to talk to you, squire. That reverend, number one, he ravished my daughter. And apparently he's got something to do with Mark's death. Yeah. <laughs> and the squire's like, wow, oh, of course he does. <laughs> he kind of does sound like that. Battlefield. This will not stand. This will not stand, Battlefield. But, Jason, I got to say, wouldn't Mark's mom maybe mention... Yeah. I was walking home with Mark's medicine and that little asshole Will yeah. threw a rock and broke the medicine and then he told me they threw him in the woodshed. Yeah. Maybe investigate those jerk kids. I think <laughs> I mean right? No, I agree. I agree like She it, doesn't say anything. I know she's in grief, but at the same time it's like, hey, buddy. I think the village system is coming under attack and since it's in this rural small community, it's very easily falling apart crumbles really easily you're right you could have easily said at the funeral like that kid right there your son broke my medicine and said he threw they threw mark but nothing and it might have to do with station in life but also i think it's just trying to show like hey things could crumble really fast like nature could really come back fast and take control when it wants to might be a good time to our beer number two from port Brew. high tide high tide and ipa 6.2 percent a little sweeter I have not had this one. A little less malty, a little more of a like tangerine. That's I'd call that a hammock beer. <laughs> you know, just laying in a hammock with a little cooler of those next to you. This is all right. Thank you, Port. Thanks, guys. Yeah, what are uh, is this like a coral reef or something, or is it? See that looks right there. Looks like coral to me, but it could be a plant. I hope coral. Um, that looks like a palm tree right there. Yeah, that coral that could be seaweed. Seaweed, There's yeah. some seaweed going yeah. high tide. Yeah. There you go. That makes sense. You see one gentleman drink um, in this movie. He drinks like the over the over the arm, like the big jug. Oh, Jason. I, well, I love it. We'll get to that. They bring the, the angry mob. They gather around a gigantic keg. Yeah. And then the judge says, you know, we need strict discipline. He says to the people who've been hanging out around a giant keg. That's how you get a mob riled up. Yeah. A little alcohol. Because we do. We get we get the angry mob with pitchforks. It is tragic what happens to Ellen's family because Kathy is now out picking flowers. Will and the redhead find her. And they're like, come on, Kathy. Like, play we a know. game with us. And I'll tell you, that redheaded kid, he's just got an evil look about him. You know, he's gingers. Just... <laughs> 
I've got some in my family, and they're not like that. They're very trustworthy people. This kid, though, this kid looks like a jerk. Like the English version of Danny Bonaduce. <laughs> Thank you. That, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what he looks exactly. like. Exactly. It, it is. But no, they do. They trick her. They, they say, hey, we've got good flowers for you to pick. Bigger flowers. Come with us. Yeah. And they lure her out and play this game where they're like, we're cannibal. And she says, I don't like that game. Yeah, and they go, yeah, give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And they wrap a rope around yeah. her. And meanwhile, Ralph, poor Ralph, is like fixing a wagon. And then yeah. he's like, He's ah. always choring. Like, he's always working the land, <laughs> doing work. It's an honest man. Exactly. An honest. Salt man. of the earth. Exactly. <laughs> and he goes, tries to, you know, run her down. Meanwhile, they take her. And because she's got the devil's skin, which is a yeah. hairy patch on her, they take her out and... Because at, at the time as they're, they're crisscrossing these scenes while they're pulling Kathy along to the to Angel's cult, is that the reverend, he is captured by the squires. Like, they have him tied up, no yanking question. him out of the church. He, he no says question. no, and they go, no, yes, yeah. you are guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of love it. Like, that, that young lass said you did this, but I didn't. Yeah. Nah. Angel's cult is escalating. They pull Kathy this in. This is when you see the oldsters. You see you this see, old couple with them. And a people with wounds already. And you see a cloaked figure that has fur on and it. And at one point, Jason, you see somebody with a bloody stump. And you don't see their head. And you, I, I think you, you're supposed to suspect. It's Peter. Peter is part of this thing now. He's not. No. And uh, they start calling the fiend behemoth. And they're chanting to it. They rip open her clothes and reveal a patch of the devil's skin on her, on her, on her back. Lower back. Yeah. And then they bring somebody in who and rapes her. And then Angel stabs and kills her. Yeah. I mean, it is a tragic scene. And Ralph this whole time has been hearing Kathy scream. And he finally comes across and everybody's been disbanded. And he finds Kathy's lifeless body. It's just awful. Yeah. But by carrying Kathy back while the Reverend was tied up. Saves um, his. Saves his. his. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, thank goodness they oh. got Kathy because. <laughs> because they do. They take him into a bar and they're like, oh, how'd, you, how'd you kill her? How'd you kill her? Oh, perhaps you used an axe. Yeah. Like, they're basically going to kill him with, with that old school, you know, however you killed somebody is how you're going to die. <laughs> Ralph shows up with it's Kathy. just heartbreaking. Yeah, it, it Everything is. is just heartbreaking. And and the squire goes, untie the reverend. <laughs> and this is the last time. No he, apology. Yeah. Nope, sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry hey. about that about the lynch you thing. It happens. <laughs> See you at church tomorrow. <laughs> and this is the last time you need Peter in the movie because Peter, you know, senses like things are escalating. Like this is a snowball that's rolling down a hill. I'm going to ride off to London to get the judge. But at the same time, Jason, when he gets there, the judge says, yeah, it's time for me to go back. Yeah. So Peter did all of that. So I, I think he really just wanted to go to London. Yeah. Like he goes, ah, I'm going to stay here. Yeah. He, he seems to be a man of means. Exactly. He's from money. So he's like, ah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to chill uh, out in London. Thing, things aren't boding well yeah. back at that village. You know what sucks? That village. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay in London for a few months. Just... <laughs> I got one hand. Get my city on. Total, it just sucks. We're having one hand, and I'm just going to go to the whorehouse. (laughs) Higher experience at the village was horrible. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going back there again. (laughs) The judge does now know that children are murdering one another, and witchcraft has returned. And and he's like, I I must warn you, I will use undreamed of measures. 
he basically just goes back, stabs yeah. the demon with the medieval, sword. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, nothing he does is really that weird. No, it's no, like, like, I was expecting something, something big, but boiling. No. You yeah. know, like oh, that the Spanish Inquisition, <laughs> yeah. which nobody expects. But, but no, but, he does. They they don't do a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, and then Ralph once again always working. Every time it comes to Ralph, he is working in the field. He's a man. Of the land. It's that Protestant thing, yeah. that Protestant work yeah. work ethic. It, idle hands are the devil's workshop. Exactly. It's very true. And it, that's why, to me, Ralph is like the pure heart of this movie. Yeah. Because he is. He is always working. He's always... Yeah. You're, you should always be working at something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he hears some voices. Because one of these new characters who showed up at that um, Angel's last cult meeting... Yep. Um, her name is Margaret. She is running... From the a group of men, it's a classic. Again, going going this on about the stupidity, but like awful. Because it, I mean, Jason, because they they did this stuff to some people. It was like this was like a thing. It was like, you know because the guy did say they were so stupid back then. They thought throw someone in, and Ralph comes out of nowhere. Yeah, they grab Margaret and throw her into the lake. If she Float, floats, she's a witch. If she sinks, she's and he goes. Well, if she sinks, then you're done with murder. <laughs> and they all like, eh, that logic. Whatever. Right. They all turn and walk away. Yeah. They're, they're like, we got, we got some drinking to do. And But then her, her body bobs up. And at that point, Ralph just said, holy crap, that is a witch. Because <laughs> she is. She is not a good person no matter what happens to her. She is completely He tries. Converted. He tries. Because oh. he's a good soul. He takes her to Ellen. And she goes, oh, I thought that was McCarthy. And it's not. <laughs> no. They get the doctor. And the doctor is great. Again, trying to make fun of the doctor. Yeah. And and he says, let her die. Or give her to the squire. Yeah. <laughs> and then he tries to blame Ralph. And he goes, wasn't I who plowed the field? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because she's got the patch. She's got yep. the hairy patch. She's got the devil's skin. And Ralph says, the devil's skin. And they say, dude, can you cut it away? He's like, yeah. So he cuts it away. And they even pointed out. There's no blood. And it's just it's just like this giant flab of skin off of her thigh. And Gross. He put, and he's kind of mesmerized by it. But they're like, you should burn it. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's putting it in like a container. <laughs> like, I'm going to save this. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph is just imploring him. <laughs> and it's a good thing he saved it. Yeah, because it does help out. It proves a point later on, like the only piece of evidence the judge needs. Yeah. <laughs> The dogs can find the scent. The dogs find the scent. <laughs> but Margaret, there's no turning her back. She says she's the devil's children. That's all she wants to talk about. You stole my master skin from me. Like, I'm going to try to escape here as soon as I can. Like, yeah. just, like no matter what as you do, As soon as I Ralph. can walk. Yeah. As soon as I can walk. And, and then she tries to seduce Ralph. She yeah. goes, oh, you, you should come with us. You you freed the master. Yeah. Yeah. You freed her. And you can lay with Angel. Yeah. You can lay with me. And Ralph <laughs> goes... Ah, you're impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he walks out to the courtyard and the doctor's there. And, and he's like, man, that, I've been trying, man. Yeah, exactly. trying to she help talks this. about nothing but the devil. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, devil this, the devil <laughs> On and on. But I do have to point out that if you look at what's happened in the village, you see villagers running after strangers now. So strangers who are coming in or seen in this village are now considered like, you're part of this witchcraft cult. So that because Margaret was a stranger to the village, and they saw her, and they're like, "No questions asked. We're just gonna take her." And people are missing now in the village, and you think, 
oh, are they killing them? Or actually, when you go back and you see Angel's cult at the end, there's more villagers who are part of her cult. It is just growing. Things are crumbling in this village. Margaret does run away. And the judge comes back. The judge is here. Oh, thank God. And he goes, I'm back and I've got a secret weapon. He's yeah. got, it's all wrapped up. Yeah. And he goes, and, and the doctor says, I got this. I got this hairy skin in a jar. And the like, judge says, yeah, that's cool. All the evidence I need. Yeah. I'm just going to wave this. I've got dogs that will run the devil, run the devil to the ground. Does Ralph go like... Hey, there's other people in this village, and you know those dogs look pretty menacing. Like these dogs are just gonna run willy nilly, and the judge goes, "Who cares? Let these too late. Let these giant vicious dogs run amok." Just, the judge is scorched earth now. He, I think, when he, he comes only, back, he does not think that there's anything worse. Be, his, I love, his I love the look, smell of burnt witches exactly. in the morning. <laughs> Smells like victory. Fire. <laughs> I love it. He's like Hammer. <laughs> he no totally in this village. I love, I love it. it. <laughs> oh, Big Morrow. Oh, God. So we're, we're escalating to the end of this. We're getting oh, yeah. the judges back in The town. dogs are on the track of Margaret. Yeah. And, and Margaret is running because she's supposed to be there to yeah. sacrifice herself. Yeah. Give the skin for the fiend. And she goes out to find Angel, which I got to tell you. Angel sets her up. Angel There's, knows... What's going on? Well, they got a bunch of bear traps. Yeah. Because she goes, hey, Angel. And Angel's like, hey, come here. Come here. No, that way. Yeah. Step that way. Just two, two. And then bam. Okay. You just stepped in the bear trap. And she comes up. She goes, I'm, you know, I'm here. I'm here. And Angel goes, checks and sees it's cut off. And she goes, what did you tell him? What did you tell him? She's like, I didn't tell him anything. She goes, well, leaving you for the dogs. Yep. Have a good one. Yep. And she bolts. <laughs> like, oh, man. And they capture Margaret. And Margaret, she is not the brightest tool. She easily, like, <laughs> turns. She's like, they're going to meet tomorrow, today. Oh, it's, it's definitely meeting tomorrow. They're like, oh, we know it's meeting today now. Like, you, like, come on, Margaret. <laughs> like, you're not that bright. You can't fool us. Because under threat of being mauled by dogs, she turns this information over. And so this is when we get. Yeah, you can't blame the, her. Yeah. Jason, you put you you put some vicious dogs in front of me, and you're like, they're just gonna bite you and hurt you. I'm like, I don't know. So this is where the judge. I'll tell you where the devil's gonna be. Riling up the folks. He's riling them up. Ralph is working the field again, and I think he lashes himself or cuts himself. Yeah, he's swinging. Yeah, he's like cleaning weeds. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just always he's always in a, working, working fella. Yeah. He accidentally hits himself with like a scythe yeah. or something. Yeah. And when he checks, he goes down to look at the cut. There's the devil's skin yeah. on him. Like his whole leg is and like a furry yeah, mess. Poor guy. Yeah. It's a kind of a, a, a Lovecraft type thing going yeah. on, which I did see a couple of readings I, I found was uh, critics did kind of compare this. There's a Lovecraftian vibe to it. Yeah. Like we it, never know what the fiend is, but yeah. it's slowly taking over. The, the village is crumbling. And always in Lovecraft, you had like the decrepit village where over time, because of what's going oh, on in the And it was a lot of in, old yeah. eldritch kind of yeah, things exactly. going on. And the things <laughs> in the woods that you should be afraid of. Yeah. I'm like, hey, the woods are a fun place. Stop, <laughs> stop ruining the woods, see? <laughs> I'm tired of that crap. So Ralph runs back to the house, tells Ellen, tell no one. 
And of course he thinks, like, where should I go? Where should I go? Oh, know what? The good place to go? The attic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but I love that Ellen also, she talks about the, the, the judge is basically, he's he's doing a purge. Yeah. He's, I mean, I think she uses that word, like, just, just a general purge. The judge is like, kill everybody. Here we come. If they're strangers. They look at you wrong. Get them. Get them. <laughs> what he does, he goes up into the attic. It it's seems like, the like worst place double wham in a double whammy because he goes up with the hairy. Yeah, he goes up with the devil skin, and it's like he's already going into the horror terror place. Yeah. Just and he and he does he gets freaked out up there. Poor Ralph is just like such a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly that point with the townspeople. I was thinking of that scene Ooh. in Monty Python, like murdered the witch, <laughs> <laughs> turned me into a newt. I got better. It's like, no, but like, the faces of a burn her, burn her. But what I love is they're all gathered, yeah. and it is. I mean, I'm talking a keg that is about the size of the height of this room. It is a huge liquid bravery, my friend. You're taking on witches, <laughs> and they're all hanging out. They're like, oh, and somebody makes a comment about to one guy about like, well, what about you? You might be a witch. He's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I am not him. <laughs> he's got a huge tanker. And he's a, and then the judge rolls up and he gives gives a great speech yeah. about about you know the judge says only strict discipline will save us. And I'm like, these guys have just been chugging me mead or, or strong ale for a and, while. And he's and he's completely wrong because the person who's had the strictest discipline this entire movie is Ralph. And he goes he gets touched by the devil. So the only person you see the most amount of discipline, like you cannot protect yourself. What are we drinking now? Mongo. Time for Mongo. It's a double IPA. Woo. Port laid back, hop forward. 8%. That mm. is good. Oh. Ooh. Hoppy, hoppy. That's, that's a nice little beer there. Yeah. Yeah. I have had this before. This, this is a good beer. It's can of trouble. If you're going off to take on a bunch of demons you, and You want to rile up some townsfolk. This, <laughs> this give, is the give, beer for give, them. Give them, give them a gigantic <laughs> wooden keg of Mongo. Mongo just a pun <laughs> in Game of Life, you know? Oh. oh. Poor Ralph. Yeah. The guy, he's just beset. He's in the attic, terrified. The judge is taking all these people. He's like, we're going out to the old. Great scene as they're walking well, across that, like, with the lighted torches. <laughs> it, Beautifully shot. I can't tell you how just pretty this movie exactly. is. Exactly. It's a great shot. At the same time, Ralph is hearing... Loud steps coming up to the attic. Dude, that attic needs to be blown into another universe. To hell with that attic. And at this point, I don't know if he's hearing things, who's coming from. I have no idea because you see him cower in a corner and then you jump to the pitchforks and lights as they're approaching the old church. His cowering is like, (laughs) no, he really does a good good job. job. Because he does, he looks terrified. It is just literally somebody's like, oh, just terrified on this bed in a corner. Feel like it wraps up to like boom, like Real I don't know. Quickly. If they, I don't know if they ran out of time, money, what happened, but it does seem to sort of happen all at once. Because he's watching the townsfolk through the attic window walk towards old church. Then he hears something, and then he is brought to the old church. You don't realize they're they're sacrificing someone's on their knees with curly hair. And at first you're like, is that Ralph? Why are they trying to hide it so much? And then they do a reveal and it's truly Ralph. So how did he get in front of them as they're approaching the old church? Regardless, you could say like the fiend, the devil got in there. Because the devil kind of looks like a bat to me. Maybe it flew him there. (laughs) No, I'm with you. 
No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm like like a huge bat monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's very creepy. There's a naked lady. Oh yeah, you gotta so, get that last boob scene in this oh, movie. <laughs> and she's holding a knife and yeah. she's doing a slinky dance yeah. and, she, and she's like, "Here's a knife, Ralph." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, okay." And and then she goes like, it keeps pushing it like, yeah. "Cut no, off your leg." Cut cut that off. Cut it off. And he's yeah. like, "Ah." ah. <laughs> and me, meanwhile, the per I think the judge is a perv. Yeah. Because he's standing there with his secret weapon still wrapped up. And, and everyone's like, ooh, ah, watching the doings yeah. of all of this stuff. And you see, not just kids anymore. There is a lot of townspeople. A lot of them are wounded. This thing is spreading. Yeah. And you see the full cloaked figure now with his, his cloak off. And it's a really ugly face. Fur covered. At first, several times I watched it. And then last thing, I, I really think it has that bat face to it. They probably borrowed it from yeah. another movie. <laughs> Maybe the bat people kind of... <laughs> Tygon did some Bat People movie. Or even they, they borrowed it from Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Angel sees the judge. Things come unglued. She, she runs. Literally, she runs into a pitchfork. Yes. And she's dead. Yep. And then the d- judge gets up and takes on the demon and stabs it. They do that effect where it's a, a pause in the film, a freeze frame, and a slow-mo. The only time during the film to add like a sense of weirdness to this ending. Jason, I thought the same thing because it did seem, why did we need that? The only thing I could think of was the actor, he didn't move that smoothly. Yeah. Couldn't move that cool. So it's like, eh, if we make it slow-mo, I think it was, we, it just, it's going to look better in slow-mo than this guy walking out. And also you have to have, like, he's raising it up over his head. The judge is strong because he has his feet unless the fiend is... Since it's not completely all made, is really light. So the judge kills it. Yeah, throws on the fire. And Ralph looks down. Yeah, his little little leg is good. And I'm like, I'm happy for Ralph. And it's a weird ending because you see that flame grow wider and wider, and you see the people of the cult, and you see the judge who at first his expression is like, I've done it. And then as the flames, like, the, he's not burning the flame, but you're seeing his face through the flame. And then his face kind of slightly changed. You just ended with his eye through the flame. And I'm not sure what's going on. Or I, it, it's so weird it, movie. It, it's and it, weird. It, it freaks me out a little bit. Because <laughs> I, I go, oh, this going to be, like, there could be a sequel. Yeah. And the thing jumped. It went, ah, you know what, Judge? Yeah. We got you now. Yeah. You're a man of science, not a man of belief. Like, the, like, like the, the sequel opens up and the judge goes back and he finds like, ooh, I've got the devil's patch in yeah. my arm. That's it. I'm assuming that they burn the entire cult. Like everybody there is massacred. There's, there's no happy ending for that. I can't imagine the judge letting any of those people walk away. Apparently the original story was the judge killed everybody. Like, no, he, he took his posse yeah. and they're like, yeah, you're all dead. Yeah. And Tygon went, can't really, that's, that's, that's a little rough. But the assumption for this time period is that's what happened. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I personally think, I, were I in charge yeah. back then, I, I would have said, do it, do it. But yeah, that, that was, and they said, we need something like a, a little. a wild bunch ending, you we, know. We need a little more upbeat ending. And they went with this. And I don't think this is upbeat. I think there's something. No, no, wrong. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, it's a, it's like this This is not, there's nothing upbeat about it. Because, all, because now you assume that the judge and all his people go, hey, by the way, yeah. you're all next. Yeah. You know, and sadly, I think they might do it to poor Ralph. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think, think I think Ralph would get swept up in yeah. that. And then that's a whole, for me, that's a whole other story yeah. of just how evil 
the judge is and like his are you any better just going out killing people you know without even considering anything anyway so we get to that point yeah so i'm gonna ask you okay would you recommend this movie i would this is an easy movie to recommend horror movie fans would like it it's beautifully shot. It's well acted. I mean, it's done really well. And it has an odd setting where you do feel confined. You feel this whole town like there's no one to turn to. Like, And town's crumbling. And you know this cult is slowly taking townspeople. Like, It's kind of suffocating. Like, what's going to happen next? Jason, suffocating, claustrophobic yep. are, are things that I thought, well, we're out in the country. Exactly. We're out in the open. It makes you feel... Very closed in. Came out in 71. You know, it's associated with this folk or rural horror um, movies. Yeah. So what about yourself? I know this was your choice. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm a big fan of this movie. Stumbled upon it. Went, wow, I haven't seen this. Watched it. Told you. And I've seen it several times since. And I'm like, I'll watch this again. Yeah. It's scary. It's There's a lot going on. I recommend this movie. Absolutely. Hands down. This is one of my more favorite movies of ones that you know I've seen for the first time the last yes. several years. The beer, um, dude. Port Brewing. Oh my gosh! Thank, thank you, you. Thank you guys so much. Cheers on this. We're, Cheers. We're sipping on the mango. The mango. We've had the high. T- we start with the high tide. We start with the wipeout. Start with the wipeout. Then went to the high tide. I think somebody's a little wiped out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then ended with the mango. <laughs> Absolutely. No. The, these are great. Port. Thank you guys so much. Their stuff is readily available around here. Not sure how far their distribution goes. Sure down San Diego County. <laughs> if you're down there. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't easy. know. <laughs> Not always 100% sure where I am out here. <laughs> but no, you, you can get their stuff. Fantastic. They, they were super welcoming. Gave me a great tour. Nice. Gonna see, yeah. Yeah. The, the pictures are up. You know, you guys, I put those out. Yeah. They took me back and walk me around i was like oh cool so i'm like you mind if i take pictures they're like no go ahead that's you know so i'm like snagging pictures here and left here and there so good spot great great fun san marcos is kind of cool never been there so it's always fun to go to new places yeah i think that about wraps this one up all right this is beer and b movies i'm jason and i'm michael